Welcome. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Go ahead, Ange. <laughs> Welcome to the No In Part Show. What's up, peeps? <laughs> we here, man. We just messing around with y'all. Oh, man. It's good to be back. What's going hey, on? Man. What's going on? Well, we hanging in there. Hanging in there. <clears throat> what up? What up? Welcome to the No In Part Podcast. It's us again. We're back. Them boys. Reading the Bible. Them dudes that don't know it all. That's us. <laughs> Them dudes that know nothing. We know nothing. We don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, we in Genesis 17. What's up? What's going on, man? How's 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 the week? How's the check? Let's 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 check. Let's check. Check. Everybody good? Everybody good? Yeah, man. The, the, there's a the lot of checking is, going on. How's, the week has uh, gone by pretty fast, man. How's the physical? How's the spiritual? Spiritual, man. Yeah. How's the knees, the elbows? Everything greased, right? Oh, it's moving. Nah. It's man. functioning. <laughs> Yo, did, mm-hmm. I, I, did I tell you about um, when I was walking to the supermarket and I, I bumped into this guy? No, no. Tell us. Lot. Tell us now. <laughs> Whoa. It's been a while. Look around. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just you know I bumped I bumped into a uh, a black Hebrew Israelite and uh, me and my daughter we walk into those, the supermarket. Those guys are so persistent. Yeah, they are. And so and you know occasionally um, while I'm walking, um, I, have, I usually have a couple of tracks in my pocket and I'll pass them out or whatever. You know whether it be in the supermarket or in the parking lot. So I'm about to give him the the guy pushes it away. I said I don't want that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I don't want to serve no other God, no false God. No, I'm like, what? Right. I was like, you don't believe in Jesus? And he, did he even read the track? No, he saw Jesus because on of it on the on the card it says Jesus King, and uh-huh. uh, he was like, nah, that's not his name. Huh? You're serving another God. Well, Jesus is not his name. No, Jesus is not his name. Uh-huh. So he's like, um, okay, you know, you can't use Jesus. You gotta use. You have to use Yeshua. Okay. I was like, all right. So you know, uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, I said, all right. So, I mean, just for the sake of conversation, I use Yeshua, but I was explaining to him, you know, it's a translation because Jesus means something. You know, it means God who saves. God saves, you know, which is the same translation as Joshua in the Old Testament, but in the Greek version. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, and as we get into the conversation and then, you know, the whole black Hebrew Israelites and believing that the Gentiles, well, some of them, I don't know if it's all, you know, because there's been multiple different factions of them. Um, so don't believe that Gentiles could be saved. So I went to him in the New Testament. Um, with so Jesus. so he didn't believe the Gentiles could be saved, or, well, or certain says, Gentiles. He says they 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 may go into the kingdom, but as something else, you know, not as servants of God. As what? You know, probably captives. Oh, you know, I can't say because he didn't say specifically, but I know that's the usual the usual figures. That yeah, they they'll go into the kingdom, but they're gonna go in as slaves. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm. so. And I was like, yo, that, that example that Jesus gave to the, to the Pharisees and the Sadducees, you know, he picked two specific people um, to present to them. And one of them was the, the widow of Zarephath, mm-hmm. right? Who was, he's like, out of all the, the, the widows, who was the one that was blessed? The widow of Zarephath, right? And he like, out of everybody, he picked this Gentile. And then out of all the lepers, um, Naaman was the one that was um, healed. Out of all the people, he picked a Gentile to be healed, right? So, and and then I went and I used the example of Jonah, you know? Mm-hmm. God sent Jonah to Nineveh, 
which was a total Gentile. In fact, not even just, they were the straight enemies of Israel right. that enslaved and was tormenting, torturing the children of Israel. And I was like, so explain that to me. How is it that God was dealing with that? And the Pharisees, you know, totally was ready to kill, attack Jesus because he said that. Because right. they understood he's coming from a point where, yo, it's not that this gospel, that this message of God is not only going to the Jews, but it's going to the Gentiles as well. And uh, he was like, well, uh, from that area, um, the people, it's because they were melanated. <laughs> I said, what does that mean? I said, are you, are you, are you talking about their, their race? He's like, no, no, it has nothing to do with race or color. I was like, so what's melanin? It's because of melanin. It's like, does that have to deal with their race? He's like, no, it has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with color, but it has to do with melanin. Well, melanin, that's what gives you the color mm. of you. That's the pigmentation of your skin. Yeah. And like, everybody has melanin. You know, it's either you have very little melanin, which is white folks, or you have a whole lot of melanin, which is black folks, you know? Right. But blackity black, black folks. So, <laughs> so I'm like, we all have melanin. It's different levels and different grades. This is genetic. This is, so how are you going to, you know, base your whole doctrine on the amount of melanin that's in your skin? Everybody, everybody <laughs> doctrine is based on their race and their skin color. What world do you live in? So, so depending on the concentration of melanin yeah. in your skin, that determines whether you get saved or not. Was that what I, he was? I think, I think that was the premise. Mm. You mean the devil is a liar. You ain't saying it right. How are you? <laughs> that was a, you a lie. You a lie. You gotta go, you a lie. You a lie. But yo, how does he, you mean that guy's a genius. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, he's a genius. He's on another level, dog. He he plots and yeah. plans and he makes moves way before, dog. And he knows how to appeal to that sinful nature. Yeah. Yes. Right? The sinful nature of. Because it comes from him. You gotta understand. Yeah. That came from wanting to be like god came from him mm. adam picked that up from him you know because adam was made like god in the beginning but dog you you know you went towards the devil way so you your father that's why christ was like ye of your father dog it's about who your father is yeah. that's why he's like your dog is either your father's god or your father's a devil that's sure. why they was like yo abraham's our father he's like no dog your father's the devil all that, I, that <laughs> and the works I, of him you're gonna do yeah right. it, it how far could you you trace your 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 lineage? How far back could you go? Yeah. So how could you base a, a doctrine on your skin color? Yo, or dog, you go on that website. What's that website again? Twenty three and Me. <laughs> Not Twenty Three and Me. What's the <laughs> other one, man? The one that everybody be on, man. What's the oh, one, Angelo? The genealogy one. Yeah, the genealogy your, um, one, man. What's that tree? Is it? Family tree? No. An Ancestry.com? Ancestry.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everybody goes on Ancestry.com to see if you're saved. <laughs> nah, <but> this, <laughs> I mean, nah, according to you, his gospel. But it's, nah, but it's sad, man. It's I mean, sad because, you know, you got you to gotta look at you gotta look at these people. They're in bondage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To the lies of the enemy and to just their carnal, sinful nature and it's it's such it's so prevalent during yeah. this time, right? Even outside of um, theology or, or religion, just society now, mm -hmm. you know, like the division, the hate, <coughs> the separation. It's yep. it's yo, 
the devil is doing a piece of work in in America, right? And it's just it's just terrible to see, man. And you know, something that we we left twenty years ago. It's sad when you know people still come up to you with the same song and dance, trying to convince you that you know come at you with a different gospel. Mm-hmm. And Paul, Paul, you know, in Galatians, you know, he's dealing with the church. And then he was like, yo, if anybody come at you with a different gospel, let them be accursed. Like, cursed to hell. Let them be damned. Mm-hmm. That was the, the strong language he was using. Mm-hmm. So, your, your heart got to hurt for, yeah. for, you know, people that are, their, their understanding is corrupted by lies. And they're stuck in that. Because, you know, again, you need humility. Like, you really have to humble yourself in order to, you know, Jesus said, you got to be like a child Mm -hmm. and humble yourself in order to receive this truth. And if you think you know, and if you think you're special, and if you think you have some type of advantage, uh, it's, it's just wrong. Yeah, this always makes me think, like, as I was speaking to him and, you know, makes me think of uh, Mike's favorite scripture about, you know, you seek the scriptures thinking that in them you have life. Mm-hmm. And that was making me think, like, because you see all a lot of these different religions and these different cults or whatever, they dig. I mean, they, they, they're truly seeking. They digging and digging and digging. But, like, when you really look at it, it's like, yo, we're not called to believe the Bible. We're called to believe in who the Bible reveals. Of whom he reveals, and he reveals our King Jesus. Right. So, but his name is not words. Jesus. <laughs> his name is Yahshua. Because if you call him Jesus, you ain't making it. There was no J. There was no J in the language at the time. <laughs> Dog, you see what we what we're dealing with. So you telling me because I'm using the word Jesus. <laughs> I mean, this is. But you gotta understand. You gotta understand, dog. That's. When it comes to getting along, V. Damn, you don't get the point, do you? Do you get the point of this book? When it comes to, listen, it's, yo, V, you got to. you want to argue with me about no, the thing a, is, a name? The thing, and the thing is, is because, you know, again, as we're reading this, God is revealing himself as a relational God. Mm-hmm. You don't see him like that, you know, because if you saw him as a relational God, then you would, you would, it, it would, it would veer you towards the gospel but again it's about knowledge it's yeah. about knowledge it's about that's what you breakdowns right right breakdowns and that's what you see again it goes always goes back to the first the fall the first lie the tree of knowledge you know the tree of good and evil it was a tree that that was desired to make one wise dog that's what it appeals you gotta understand that's what a lot of the um these other religions appeal to it's like just understanding and the secret and nobody knows it. And now it gets revealed to you. And, mm-hmm. and now you're, ab- right. you know, now you're above because you have the understanding and nobody else has the understanding and it puffs you up. Yeah. And like you said, it appeals to just all the, 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 the carnal nature, Yeah. you yeah. know, that, and that's what it is. It always goes back to that. And like you, you use the, that word you use is humility. That's like you said, that's the only way you're going to get the truth is you have to humble yourself 
that come to God. And you know that that God who is whose desire and heart is to have a relation, is to um, walk during the cool of the day and fellowship. That's it. Right. Is to you know come in and and sup with you. That's it. All right. In chapter seventeen, we're gonna see this God, mm. right? We're going to see these characteristics right. <clears throat> as he starts to um, deal with Abraham, as he starts to reveal more to Abraham, right? Yep. Um, and we see Abraham, you, you know, as we went through the chapters, we, we saw Abraham being obedient. We saw Abraham stepping out in faith and growing in that faith. And God is faithful to continue to give him revelations and to continue to, um, you know, talk to him more, like encourage him in the promise, right? Give him more details, right? We read about him saying, listen, I'm your shield and your reward, mm -hmm. right? And then now, so we're going to go into um, chapter 17, you know, but back in chapter 15, we already read about Abraham being, in the right standing before God, because he believed God. So that's already set. And God um, going through that um, ritual, right? Mm -hmm. Which was signifying this deal that they made, but that deal is, is dependent solely upon God and what he's gonna do, mm -hmm. right? He put the name on the line. He put his very existent, existence on the line for that to come to pass. Right, mm -hmm. so now we're gonna go into uh, chapter seventeen, where again this relational God He's gonna appear to Abraham, and He's gonna deal with him. And it's the same, you know. I always try to remind myself when I read the scriptures that God is the same, right? These conversations, He God be talking. He's talking in his word. If you want to know what God is thinking, you want to know what's in God's heart, right? He left this for us to um, discover more, mm -hmm. for us to get closer to him, right? It might not, it's not, it's not going to happen like Abraham. Yeah. It doesn't have to happen like that. It could, but it doesn't have to because we have so much data mm -hmm. that we could tap into in order for us to draw closer to God. So, um, yeah, let's go, let's go from one to eight, Ange. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless, and I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. Then Abraham fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your, and your descendants after you. You said eight as well, what did you say? Yeah, yeah. Also, I give to you and your descendants after you the land in which you are a stranger, all the land of Canaan as an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. Mm -hmm. What y'all think? 
What are some of the things that kind of jump out at you? The one question I was going to pose to you guys, um, <clears throat> do you think the timing of this um, was delayed by their disobedience with um, Hagar? I believe so. Yeah? I believe you could go back to the whole Egypt thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But I was just wondering, so... Yeah, that was a question. Because then that sort of makes God's blessings conditional on on you and what you do. You know what I mean? And so that's that's the, that's why the question arose in my head is like, would um, did the Lord sort of punish him and wait these next you know thirteen years 13, or whatever it was mm-hmm. after his you know um, you know Hagar gave gave birth? I well, don't think so. it was I believe. Yes and no, right? I think when Abraham, it was conditional when Abraham was in his land and the Lord came to him. So he had to be obedient. Hmm. Imagine if Abraham was like, no, nah, I'm not going. I'm going to stay in, in Ur. I'm not yeah, going yeah. anywhere, right? Okay. Yeah, but, then it, yeah, yeah. but then it reached a point where the Lord was like, yo, you're righteous. Mm-hmm. And then the Lord made a promise. Once he made that promise, once they, they, that covenant and the Lord ratified that by himself, it's, it's not a conditional anymore. Well, the timing is but, what I'm asking. Yeah, the timing, you could delay it all you want. The Lord is patient. He'd be like, yo, listen, I'm, I'm going to let you get it together See, before, but so- before we, 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 we deal with it. Because the Lord is able to, because op- he is who he is. Mm-hmm. He's able to operate within... Um, the things that we're doing. Yeah. I mean, I'm just wondering if, so if Abraham did not marry Hagar, would Isaac have been born earlier? I don't think so. I don't think so. No? I think, I, I think the whole delay had nothing to do with his sin with Hagar. Yeah. Like, mm. we're going to see, we see, see the consequences of his sin with Hagar, but I think that was not part of the condition of him waiting this 13 years yeah. before the birth of Isaac. Yeah. He wanted okay. to specifically delay like whether he did not do that at all, he was gonna wait until they reached that hundred years old because he wanted to reveal to them that I am the God Almighty and yeah. I can do all things. That this was not of your flesh; that this was all of me for them okay. to to reveal himself in that fashion. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, and that, yeah, yeah, and I, I agree with that. I agree that it's, it was also um, sanctification mm-hmm. for like Abraham in a sense where. We, we see the things, the progression of Abraham's faith. And I think that was part of it. Because mm. we saw a dialogue where Abraham was kind of frustrated and he was complaining, like, I don't have a kid. Mm. And then his wife was a little frustrated and complaining, mm. right? But the, the time, time works your patience. Mm. And the patience is just, you're either going to fold or you're going to lean more towards God, mm. right? Mm. So... Is this this all-knowing God mm. is just able to use everything to glorify him. But the whole point is that this this son, the son of the promise, is is a miracle. Right? Like the birth of Isaac was a miracle. It was um biologically impossible mm-hmm. for Abraham and Sarai to have a child. Mm-hmm. So the glory went to God because when people saw that happen, they knew that, oh, this is weird. <laughs> this 90-year-old lady's walking around pregnant. Yeah, right. Or 
Um, and and I, I I go back and forth. Maybe Sarah woke up and she was, you know, she had the body of a thirty five year old. I don't know. I don't know which one it is. Or if she was old and if she was old and saggy walking around pregnant, that's it's kind of. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> but you but know that imagery, Yo, you can, please. Yeah, it's kind of nah. But you got to think, Sarah was Sarah wasn't regular. She was old. Sarah was old, but she was smoking. Dog ninety at ninety. You know, at ninety, she you probably wasn't smoking. Dog. We don't know. But we, we don't know, know how she looked. Right, she looked ninety. She, yeah, she looked ninety. <laughs> she looked. You talking about nah, ninety? You talking about twenty twenty ninety? But when did Egypt happen? <laughs> Time passed already. Yeah, but you are talking about Still. a twenty twenty ninety? Right, listen. You're not talking about a, a, what's a, a what is this? Being. 4000 BC. She's still a human what is being. It? But, BC yeah. 90? But, but remember, like we, they just literally, it's still fresh from like, the garden, fresh dog. from the garden, and we still have yeah, Shem is still alive you, at this you're point. You're talking too. about a ninety, a, a tw- right. you thinking twenty twenty year twenty twenty ninety nine? No, but yeah. their their lifespan was was sh- way shorter. It, it yeah. was, but you still have the effects of like that right. longer lifespan, that right. healthier yep. DNA, yep. because Shem was still around. Yep. Shem so was you there think all you think she the birth of Jacob? You think she looked young? Maybe that but ninety the, looked sixty. 60 still, you know, that's up yeah, there. Yeah, but you still could. But the language is that people would look at her and know that she's she past her yeah, age. Yeah, so, that you, yeah, so we know that. Physically, right. physically, you look at her and be like, you, you're old. You're past the age of childbearing. It was, it was almost, you know, that's what the language, that's what I get from the language. See, but the thing is that you could still be young and not be able to have children. Like, there's young women. You know, in their thirties, but can't have right. But that's thing. and it's because of like whether it be a hormone imbalance, where they have like there's these different. No, no, but I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. When, when, no, when, talking about the image. When Abraham is is talking and complaining, he's almost like, "Yo, she's old." Right. You see, but that's what I'm saying is that she she may not be able to give birth, mm-hmm. but she could still look like they probably understood. Like, yo, you hit. 60 years old, you're not going to have any more kids because you have a, a small amount of okay, ovum. I, I That's what, what I'm saying. saying it. Right. You have a, a small amount of ovum. But I don't so think how she time, looked. Like, yeah. you know. Because, okay, when did they go to Egypt? How old were they when they were in Egypt? 60? I think, I think they were in their 60s, I think. So if Abraham was in his sixties, Sarah was what ten years younger, probably yeah. 50. So she was 50. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it so was now you're, you're talking about... Even the Pharaoh wanted her right. part of the harem. Like, he, he's like, you're exceedingly beautiful. Like, just I'm just thinking, the way they're describing Sarah, yeah. I don't think it was the twenty, the twenty twenty ninety. I don't think it's the twenty twenty ninety. Because remember, bro. he goes through the same thing again a couple of chapters later, where he does the same thing and lie about, mm-hmm. right? I don't think it was a twenty twenty ninety. Sarah was smoking, dude. Okay. All right, but I don't like like I was, but like I was, like I was saying um, before. I mean, people think about stuff like that. That's why we're talking about it. But um, before, where in verse 16, the God who sees, right? And, you know, that's how the Lord revealed himself to Hagar. And what is uh-huh. that? El Roy? That's what is it? El Roy? Yes. Yeah, El Roy. And then chapter 17, he starts off, he's like, I'm the God Almighty, El Shaddai. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, you're seeing God starting to, rev- you know, he's revealing himself more and more to Abraham and just to the, the people that he's interacting with. You know, God is revealing himself. He's revealing his name and just who he is and what he does. And, um, you know, again, like I said, God is, you know, it's, it's a, he's a relational God, 
you know, and he's he's put he little by little he's revealing himself to mankind. But it's it's through I think it's through humility, like you said, like the more we humble ourselves, the more God is gonna reveal himself. So, you know, I see it with Hagar, just as soon as after with Hagar, he revealed himself to Abraham and he's showing his names and what he does and who he is, because this is his first real interaction of him revealing himself. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what we're reading, him revealing himself to mankind. Yeah, I like that because the El Shaddai means all sufficient, all powerful, one who can do anything and meet every single need. Mm-hmm. So this is in direct contradistinction of what happened, like you said, mm-hmm. um, with them thinking that, oh, it's going to go through either Eliezer or Hagar and them total misconception and uh, thinking lowly of God. Right. And he's and like, now he's like this is who you. I am. This is who I am. Right. Because that's why Hagar, Hagar probably is like, you know, Sarah's mistreating me. None of you, none of you people see this. Y'all don't <laughs> right. see what she's doing to me. Right. And she's running and God is like. Boom, nah, I see it. Like you said, like God revealed that. Like, no, I'm that God, you know? And it's the same thing like like with Abraham. Abraham needed that because it's like, yo, how is this going to happen? My wife is old and I'm old and it's just not working. And then God is like, no, I'm this God. This is who I am. This is one of my names, you know? This is who I am. He's revealing himself like mm-hmm. I could provide. I'm, I'm the one who sees. I'm, you know, so... So the Lord, the Lord tells, you know, Abraham or Abram still at this point to, you know, commit to commit and be obedient to him. Right. And then the Lord kind of goes into his responsibility in this covenant. Right. And he, he goes, as for me, um, these are the things that I'm going to do. Right. And he says, my covenant. He says, my covenant, verse two, verse four. He says it verse seven, like I think he says it like about nine times in this chapter. Mm. He stresses it. This is my covenant. Yeah. This is my covenant. This is like, again, like off the back saying that I'm El Shaddai. I'm the one who's going to provide. This is my thing. You know, the the worry that Abraham had, the worry that Sarah had, like, look what y'all just went and did. You know, look at, look at this mess y'all just made. Like, this is my thing. This is my responsibility. This is why I made that. That's why the co- the way the covenant was made, it was it's to fall all on me. I'm going to provide. I'm going to provide for you. And I think this is the beginning of him showing Abraham, like, you ain't got to worry. I will provide. Yeah. And you're going to see the fruits of that. It's like he's laying the seed of him being the provider for Abraham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a quick question. I mean, I don't know. Um, with this whole... He says, behold, my covenant is with you and you shall be a father of multitudes no longer. Where am I at? No, no, no. From He says, um, and Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me. Mm-hmm. Do you think that means anything in terms of like, because it's a little different in, um, when he mentions with like Enoch. Enoch walked with me. He walked with God. Noah walked mm-hmm. with God. And now here he goes. He tells a- Abraham. Walk before me. You think there's any significance to that, or you think it's just you just very or is synonymous to the walk with me the same way Noah and Enoch? What do you guys think? I, I mean, mean, I was just looking at it. I, I, when I when I read it, I just see I, I feel like he's coming to him right that, that one specific time and telling him, "Hey, just stand before me." Type of thing. Okay. I don't know if it's like with Enoch when he's talking about his entire life he walked with God. To me, when I read that, I just see something as that moment he's telling him what to do 
And when okay. he says be, and I like what he says, be blameless. Okay. You know, and as a Christian, it's, you know, it doesn't say be sin, sinless, you know, mm. because we can't, <laughs> you know what I mean? But when blameless is how we stand before the Lord, because now we're wearing the righteousness of Jesus on us, you know? Mm. So I, I like that even Abraham could stand before God blameless, you okay. know, because of God and because that's his covenant. Like mm. Mike was saying, it's so like, it's his covenant. Yeah. He includes us okay. and just the, he doesn't have to, but he still does. Mm. But wow. like, I, I just see that as for, for me, I see it as that moment. God showed up and says, stand before me, <laughs> you know, mm. okay. that's how I see. It. And then he can't okay. even stand. Okay. <laughs> because... I, I see it as conduct, yeah, right? Me okay. too. The conduct of your life, mm. how you're going to live your life is going to be based on, um, predicated on our relationship, predicated on me. Mm. Right. So, um, just commit, commit to this, commit to this relationship that we have and mm. everything in your life. Right. And I think we, we, we spoke about it, including God and everything. Yeah. Right. And, and just be obedient, which, which obviously we saw the lapse. We saw the lapse in wisdom and decision-making. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Abraham not seeking the Lord in certain things. Right. But God is like, Dude, just commit everything to me, right? And let your conduct of your life, whatever it is, be directed by me. Yeah, I agree. I think the walk before me is just like how you said with Enoch. Like, you know, because of just what happened. Like, though, you just, that was a whole mess, bro. Mm. You know, like, that's your wife. Why did you go into the handmaid? You know, you know what it is. But it's Mm. like, that's why I think he brings it out now. Like, walk before me and then be blameless. Mm. Because what Sarah was, the the complaints um, Hagar had, dog, it was against Sarah and it was against you. You know what I mean? Like, she had right. Like, you know, she was being mistreated. So it's kind of like, dog, I just saw what just happened to you. One off the rip, I'm the God who provide. Y'all ain't got to provide this. You ain't got to provide me no surrogate. You ain't got to provide me no handmaids. You ain't got to provide me no Eleazar's. I'll provide everything. That's one. So that's the comfort. (laughs) That's the comfort how this is going to happen. And then two, don't do that again. That's how I look at it. You'll walk blameless before me. You think he waited 13 years to correct him? Why not? Why would he? Why not? I'm saying, why would God, who forgets our sins, wait 13 years to bring it up to him again? Because that's when he revealed himself to him. You don't know what was yeah. happening in those 13 years. I mean, but and, and again, this is, again, it goes back to patience. You know, God will tell you something. You could go, look at, look at even David. David was wilding out for a whole year until Samuel came to him. You understand? That's what God, God does that all the time. Like, there's people who go off and gotta just sit there watch it watch it watch it and then he comes when he comes like you can't tell god when to come and when you know i'm not saying it, but you're so you're saying for those 13 years abraham was living like a wild man then. no and i didn't god was just... i didn't say abraham was living like a wild man what i'm trying to tell you is that god didn't reveal himself until 13 years after why i don't know we don't know yeah. like god is coming and he's reestablishing. Right, reminding, reminding him of uh, the covenant, and he also reminds him of his character. Mm-hmm. Right, and you know we we deal with time. Thirteen years, the Lord is like, 
That's, that's, that's nothing. I'm just going to come to you and I'm going to deal with you at the right time. Yeah, right. right. And, and, um, listen, everything that you do committed to me, right? Let your conduct be, um, aligned with, with who I am. And then he, he drops a name like, yo, I'm El Shaddai. This is my right. character. Yeah. Kind of remind him. And this is the covenant. And in this first section, and, and we see how Abram reacts. He falls on his face, right? That, that, that posture of worship. And then the Lord kind of goes into the things, his, his role and his responsibility in this um, covenant, right? So he said, yo, this is what I'm going to do. And he even speaks about, um, in verse 5, you know, changing his name. Right, I'm giving you a new character, and and he said, "I have made you." Almost talking into like the past tense, like this is this has happened already, right? From God's point of view, mm-hmm. like it's as good as done, mm-hmm. right? I'm gonna make you a father of many nations, right? I'm gonna make you exceedingly fruitful. I will make nations from you, and kings shall come from you, and I will establish my covenant between me and you, and your descendants after you and their generations for an everlasting covenant so god started off by saying you listen you pass this down along to your descendants right as you conduct yourself in this manner you got to teach it to the to your descendants after you right and they should walk committed they should walk in obedience also right and then you know he speaks about the 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 land that he's gonna give him, right? So in that first section, the Lord is talking about his responsibility. This is what I'm gonna do. This is who I am. This is nothing for me, and I'm I'm gonna accomplish it because my name is on the line, right? Do you see as a revelation of God the Father revealing Himself here through the name change? He says, "No longer shall your name be called Abram." But you shall be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. And then when you go into the name of Abram, it's exalted father. And then when you go into the name of Abraham, is the father of a multitude. Mm-hmm. So when I was reading it, I'm looking at it like God, the father, is revealing himself through Abraham in a way of God before mankind came, you was exalted God. You was exalted father. You know, you was the father, you was God the father. And now when man comes, Adam comes, you have, you know, the whole point was to have children, have more children. Mm-hmm. Now we become sons and daughters of the most high God. Now you go from exalted father to father of many, father of multitude. Mm-hmm. And I see it as like God the father just kind of revealed himself. When I was reading it, I was like, wow. Because like, as we read on, Eliezer, you see, he plays kind of a part of a revelation of God. Isaac, he plays part of a revelation of God. So Abraham, Isaac, and and Eliezer all play a revelation of this trinity in some way. That's a good point. That's a great point. It's like when I was reading it, I was like, I was like, I never knew Abram meant exalted father, you know? And I was Mm. like exalted father. And the first person I thought of was God the father. I was like, yo, you're the high exalted one. You're the father. You know, you're God the father. And then when I seen the name change from an exalted father to a father of multitude, I'm like, you're a father of multitude now because of us. Mm. You know, because now you have in the kingdom, you're going to have just children. So you go from just 
alone exalted father with the trinity to now the kingdom is going to be now you're a father of multitude and i i saw it like in a sense of abraham isaac and eliezer is all a revelation of god mm. revealing himself this try you god that's, revealing that's, that's, yeah, that's a dope point that's heavy that's a dope point so yeah. now be in prayer b <laughs> no, <laughs> nah, be but so it, now it, it's it's real, right? Right, yeah. yeah. So the father of nations is that natural or spiritual, or both? What both. do you mean, natural or spiritual? The father of many nations. What, as far as Abraham, both? yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it has to be both because of Jesus Christ. Like through through you, Jesus Christ is gonna come and he's gonna give spiritual birth to So that'll be spiritual. Yeah, spiritual. And then also through Ishmael, I mean his son Ishmael is gonna be a nation. Isaac, Isaac. is gonna be a nation, and through that there's gonna be plenty. You had Edom. Edom. Right. Edom. Mm-hmm. right. You had so many nations come yeah, out of them. So so I, I see it as I'm both. Mm-hmm. I see it as both on the natural that, you know, um, He's going to be the, the progenitor of many different nations and kings. Obviously, kings came through him. Right. Um, mm-hmm. right. And also spiritual. Right. right. I, yeah. And that's that's and I think that's why kind of like I think God gave that illustration about you're going to have children as the dust of the earth and the stars of heaven. So now every time Abraham looks down on the earth, reminds him of, you know, the promise that God has given him. And every time he looks up into the sky, reminds him. Of the promise that God has given him, and the, and the thing is, it's so far fetched because again, like Abram's Abram said the first yeah. time, like I don't have a seed. Right. You keep telling me about multitude. I don't <laughs> got one. <laughs> you keep telling me about all this. It's like somebody coming up to you and it's like, your dog, you're gonna have a billion dollars, and you ain't even got a dollar in your pocket. <laughs> you're like your dog. Give me, stop me off with a dollar first. Let me see a dollar first before we start talking about billions. <laughs> you know. So it's, it's it's but it's a faith thing. It's a faith thing. All right, let's go from 9 to 14. And God said to Abraham, As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you, throughout their generations. This is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and you and your descendants after you. Every male child among you shall be circumcised, and you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. He who is eight days old among you shall be circumcised. Every male child in your generations, he who is born in your house or brought with money from any foreigner who is not your descendant, he who is born in your house and he who is bought with your money must be circumcised, and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the uncircumcised male child who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin that person shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. All right. What are you guys' thoughts on this? So now we're reading about um, Abraham's responsibility in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, the first section, you know, God is basically saying, yo, this is what I'm going to do. It's as good as done. And then he goes on to say, Abraham, as for you, listen, continue to walk. And my covenant continue to walk in this promise and your descendants after you. So you have a responsibility of teaching, teaching your kids and your grandkids and so on and so forth about who I am, right? Mm. About this promise. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. That's a real responsibility, dog. Yeah. Yeah, to teach, mm. to teach the kids, to teach, teach the, the kids. babies, dog. 
about yeah. who I am. Word up. Mm. And yeah. walk and and walk before me because mm-hmm. they're supposed to do the same thing too. They're supposed to walk right before God and be blameless. Mm. Right? Yeah, and fourteen, it, it's interesting because like we were saying, you know, Abraham was finally asking God, God, give me a sign, give me something to show that you know there's a covenant. So God did the whole fire and burning the animals, and now God is it's His turn. He's like, all right, so here's I want you to do this sign for me. Of my of the covenant, right. so, so that everybody else can see right. that you're part of my covenant. Mm-hmm. You know, so it just goes a little bit both ways. Yeah, and this this covenant sign came after after right. a promise, right? So that's an outward sign of something that happened inward. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the the circumcision itself is not what made. Abraham righteous or make anybody righteous it's just it's just an outward sign signifying listen I'm part of this family mm-hmm. right I recognize this God I recognize this covenant right. and I'm gonna commit myself to it that, that's, right. that's and you know when I was reading that I was thinking about on um, baptism right yes. how baptism is just an outward expression mm-hmm. of what already happened inwardly Right, the change that happened in your heart when you um, was born again, when you confessed uh, Jesus Christ as your Lord, and you 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 were able to express that, you know, through through the the baptism ceremony. Mm. Uh, the baptism in itself doesn't doesn't do anything. It's not some magic. It's just it's just a, a proclamation. So then, when people see it, oh, I just saw you got baptized. They know. You've committed yourself to to God, mm-hmm. and that's the sign, you know. And I see this the same way. Where, um, and it's interesting. It, it even says the foreigners, like whoever's mm-hmm. born in your house, those are people that's not your seed, right? So you're getting this idea that people can come in and decide to commit themselves to this God, yep, and be part of the family, and be part of this family. So does that circumcision make them saved, like before God, or does it just make them part of the the people, like the Israelite again people? the the circumcision is a sign of what happened, what already happened internally. So if you're getting circumcised, well, that's, obviously that's not a hundred percent true because the eight you know, they're eight days old and they're getting circumcised. So they don't have, you know, the children don't know anything about God at that point, right? Right. So I'm trying to say, like, what does it make them saved? Are they now... No, 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 no. There's only one way to get saved. That never changed. But that was that was after. That was when Christ came, right? Because obviously we're talking about... No, nah, we read no. it in... We read it in 15. believing, right? Yeah. You mean the believing. The believing. Right. So, that then, to you as so well that's the question I'm asking now. So that this this... The circumcision doesn't automatically make these people saved. No. no. Even though it's just a sign that they're God's chosen people. Right. Right? Okay. But remember, he opened up by saying, yo, keep, you should keep my covenant and your descendants after you throughout the generation. So that, the idea is that, listen. When you do this. You have to raise your descendants. You have to raise your children in the way of God. Right. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So when they do, so when that child does grow up and he asks, like, "Yo, why am I circumcised?" 
and and he's gonna teach him and continue teach him so that when he grows and he has his children, he's gonna do it and then he's gonna teach him because right. he's gonna ask, why am I circling? And he's supposed to be a generational, generational thing, constantly teaching them of this covenant relationship that they have with this God. Mm-hmm. And it was something to to separate them from the nations. Right. You right. know, to show them that they were different from all the nations at the time because mm-hmm. it's like you look at it, this is only the men have to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see the women involved. It's like it's men. And but by the men doing it, it's like covering. It's like a representation of the household. It's a representation mm-hmm. of the nation. You right. know, so it's like if the men because well, I'm, I'm reading it and I'm like, you know, it's just the men like. But if the men do it, you know, it's a representation of the children and of the household. But it's something that has to be taught. Right. generationally but to separate you from the nations the, right yeah but this is not a we're not talking about salvation yeah that right. has nothing this has salvation. nothing to do with salvation but you know prior in chapter 15 we read about the gospel and we read that abraham was righteous yeah. and right. he was righteous because he believed so, right? Right. so we're seeing the gospel in the old testament but we're reading a story about god developing this nation right mm-hmm. this new nation starting with abraham and now this nation they're supposed they're going to represent god for all the other nations right right because the way to salvation is you got to get get to know god who god is so now he's um contrary to all these other cultures that they're surrounded by that are very influential right that are very immoral Mm -hmm. now god is establishing something new Mm yeah so he's like yo listen we're, we're seeing the birth of a nation, and we're seeing this right. nation, God is providing them with this culture that's right. distinct from everybody else. Yeah. So this circumcision yep. is just one of one of the things. Right, right. It's right. The, so yeah, so he's establishing. Yeah, it's like a start to of sanctification. Right. right. It's the beginning of sanctification in for, for right. the nation of Israel. After, like yo. Right. You know? So you you almost have to look at it on a natural plane like these are real people mm-hmm. they're gonna get a real culture and then everything is gonna be involved right culture uh, politics yeah. uh, land disputes mm-hmm. all of that is gonna be involved but this circumcision has nothing to do with so you know it's has nothing to do with salvation these are right. s- symbols mm-hmm. that's supposed to point to something right mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying no that's a great picture though you explain like so you the way you explain in terms of like the f- chapter 15, we've seen the justification. Yep. Now we're seeing the, the sanctification. sanctification right. Yep. You know, and within the sanctification, he's developing a culture because they didn't have a culture. It was a bunch of mishmash of all the other Canaanites and right. the Cadmonites yeah. and the yeah. Kevin that was within the land. So now he's like, okay, now I'm going to set you apart, which is what sanctification is. Right. From all from the all rest. Because so. he told Abraham, leave your culture. Yeah. Right. All right. So if you really. Abraham, he had to die to everything that he knew, mm-hmm. to everything that he was dependent upon, mm-hmm. and then walk in obedience and in faith and trust in God. Yeah. Right. So now we're seeing this walk now. That's what it is. You're going to see this walk. And even with the nation of Israel, you're going to see their walk because this picture happens again with Egypt. Right, yeah. You know, them going through the 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 Red Sea, the Red sea, sea. Yep, all and of then that. you and but it's, it's always it's crazy it, the pictures, it, but it always points to Jesus Christ. And it always yeah, it points to the gospel. 
Like, and that's what you're seeing, you know, like you said, the justification, the sanctification and just the, how the sanctification is. You got to cut off the flesh, you know, like he's like, that's your dog. Right. you got to like this, this foreskin is a representation of you cutting off the flesh. And it's the same thing when you get, when you get saved, yeah, you know, right. you get justified. And then as you get sanctified, you start to cut off the flesh, the things of the world, the things that you used to do, the things of your carnal nature, you're being transformed, you're being renewed and you start to cut off these things of the flesh. So this is just a, just a foreshadow oh. of, like he said, Jesus Christ and the gospel. And you yeah. see, even with the covenant, like when on God's end, it was like cut the animals. It's, it always revolve, it always um, involves blood. Because you cutting off the foreskin. Right. <laughs> there's every, some blood that has to be shed. Yeah, every covenant. Yep. Every So you see in this covenant that he's like, this covenant that I'm making with you. Okay, like you said, that was a great point you said. Like, okay, now this is how you're going to show me that you real. Mm. Uh, you sh I, I showed you how I'm real. Now you're going to show me how you real. And like, again, he's a relational God. And it's like, all right, so now you got to cut the foreskin of every, every male around you. Yeah. And you got to think about circumcision. That's painful, bro. Right. Especially <laughs> as adults. And yeah, so now you're talking about <laughs> like, you going around 40, 50, 60 year old men. Yo, you got to cut that foreskin off. Mm -hmm. But it's that covenant involves blood and it involves, you know, um, cutting off of the flesh. But it's always the foreshadow of the gospel. Yeah, that's wonderful. I, j I just want to elaborate a little bit on what you said because I, I love the way you, you put it in terms of like cutting off that flesh, that sanctification. It's like, yeah, like I get saved, we get saved. And I remember. I didn't understand too much about cursing or fornication, but like as time went on, after I've repented of my sins and I've come to Jesus, like, you know, t month after month, he's like, all right, you're going to stop looking at those type of movies. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to stop cursing. You know, then I had to drop that. That had to come out of, you're not going to listen to that type of music anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're going to, you're not going to be lusting and blazing. You're not going to blaze women out of, you got to get married. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to commit to one woman, get one wife. You know what I'm saying? So all these things, that's all that that circumcision process, you know, cutting the flesh and like showing like, okay, now I've been justified by belief, repent, and I believed. And then now is the second step, the sanctification. Now it's my my obedience now, yeah. me being obedient you know, to the word. Yeah. One thing that's scary too is that the, the Jewish people, obviously they elevated circumcision to a point where they assumed that they were saved, right? Eventually it got to that point. They they yeah. thought they were saved just because they was Jews. Yeah, right. But it got to the point where instead yeah. that was <laughs> circumcision guaranteed yeah. them a place in heaven. Yeah. yeah, and I see that you know the parallel now with 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 Christianity is that you get so many people that will go up to an altar and they'll repeat some words and they assume that they're saved and that's right. going to guarantee them a place in heaven. Right, and it's dangerous for people to 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 continually. You know, for Christians to or people that are not saved to think that that you know the same way these people thought that circumcision guaranteed them a place just because you repeat words, like Mike says, if it's not if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, if you don't see the flesh changing where you're yeah. you're, you're not doing these things anymore, you're not blazing, you're not cursing. Um, if you're not seeing that, then that's a, probably a good sign that you may not have a, a personal relationship with Jesus, and those yeah. words that you repeated probably don't carry any weight in front right. of God. So go back, get on your knees, and genuinely repent and give your heart to Christ. And, and the, the first mistake would be thinking that the gospel is repeating words. Yeah. Right. The gospel, you know, As John, believe. You, that, that um, conversation with, you know, Nicodemus, 
Like you have to be born again. For sure. Yep. Right? And that's through faith. Yep. Right? And we read it in here. Abraham believed. Yep. And his belief um, gave him. It accredited him. Credited right. him righteousness. righteousness. Yeah. So it's belief. That's it. So that's not words. It's not a statement. Like So if you think that that's the gospel, then then you got a lot of people are you know they don't understand the difference yes it's 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 believing you know in faith that's right um so you know again maybe you know the fact that it's it's the the organ of the body that reproduces right Mm -hmm. so god's like you know i don't want you reproducing madness Reproducing wickedness, mm. right? I don't know. I'm freestyling right now, but but <laughs> I want to make why it clear. It be dog. the elbow, like <laughs> cut off a little elbow. Now nah, you're right, but <laughs> but it's it's the foreskin of the of the penis. Yeah, right. I mean, it's that's it's that's true that because it's a sexual organ, and and even with the covenant between a man and a wife, is that not a blood covenant? Most like mm-hmm. that's right. You know, because technically, right. <laughs> you should both be virgins. You know, yeah, and yeah. when, you know, so that covenant, even with the sexual organs, is a blood covenant. Right. So, and then that covenant between God and, and, and the nation of Israel, but, you know. But if you ain't circumcised, don't, I mean, don't yeah, go over like, Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was back put, in the day. Put that disclaimer on, please. Don't, don't, I don't listen, want, I don't want that email, gra- yo, yo, them guys that know a part said, yo, I gotta get circumcised. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody just grab the butter knife. Please. Put that butter knife down, please. brother. <laughs> don't gra- do it. Clear gra- it up. Don't please. do it. At least grab something sharp. They go outside and they go get a rock. Sharpening yeah, the rocks man. right now, please. No, no, but we're Dad. reading about the Jewish culture. I'm yeah. not Jewish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, now you are Jew. Jewish. You are Jew. Tell me, you fought all this time, yo. Ain't it about the spirit? Ain't you a Jew of the spirit? You been fighting Abraham's three weeks your with pops that? Too, nah, brother. No, I'm not a to get circumcised on the eighth day, Jew. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not a physical. I'm, I'm, you're the, I'm the. I'm yeah. the. You believe? Right. We've been circumcised. So then you're you're the son of Abraham because. <laughs> His children are the one that believe. I'm that one. I don't, you know. I'm that Jew. I'm not I'm this that Jew. Jew. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Jews, man. Word, dog. Pray, right. pray for the Jews. The real Jews, not the. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> the 125th. There's only one Jew, man. There's only one. I don't know about no other Jews. The real Jews that's getting missiles shot at them. Oh, man. And you know what's another interesting thing, though? Um, not so- the Jews in the comments. <laughs> mm. It's these Jews in the comments that be coming for us, though. Yeah. <laughs> Not the Jews that were uh, debates. Yeah, the debating Jews. The debating the, the Jews. The debating Jews. The melanin Jews, right? Oh, the melanated Jews. The melanated Jews. That one That's debate. That's what it was, dude. Yo, man, stop all that, man. The Jews are the Jews. They've always been the Jews. <laughs> They've never stopped being the Jews. <laughs> they never forgot. They never forgot that they were, whether they were Jews or not. not. And I think the whole world know they the Jews. The whole world recognizes. You're the only person who oh. thinks they're not the Jews. Every nation in the world understands Recognize. who the Jews are. But then you got a group of people be like, no. Nah. <laughs> like, yo, man. They the lost tribes. <laughs> sit down someplace. Whoever came up with the, the lost tribes, that no one talks about them. Because, because they Jesus lost. They forget. Because they lost. That's, That's it, man. Be yo. found, man. God is good, though, man. You humble. Your, listen again. It goes back to humility. If you humble yourself and you approach the Word of God like a child, the Lord will reveal Himself to you. That's it. That's oh, it, bro. 
Yeah, I just feel yeah. bad for all the people that's just really, because honestly, I think some people they know, but they able to manipulate and use that mm-hmm. to benefit themselves, mm-hmm. right? And we've seen that. But there's some people that are really confused and really lost, and you know, we gotta pray for them now. Yeah. And it's not even it's not even you know the black Hebrew Israelites. You got the Jehovah's Witness. You got the yeah. Mormons. Yo, there's people that are just in. Yeah. Um, they're enslaved, right? Spiritually, they're in shackles and they're in darkness. And I mean, we all been there, bro. Yeah. We, that's we the thing. We've been there. That's why yeah. we could. That's why we could knock the the black Hebrew Israelites because we was twenty years ago, dog. Like yeah. people be coming telling me stuff. I'm like, yo, fam, I've been through that already. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've been through it. Right. So it's not new. Like these things are not new. And it's not the truth, right? All right, you don't have a monopoly, or you don't have this truth on lock. Like the right. truth is, it's free. It's like out there. Like yeah. you just gotta approach God. So yeah, yeah that's right. crazy. How could a truth that's gonna set you free be you just locked? locked yeah, we got it. Yeah, be- the whole point of the truth is to set you free. free right. So the truth that set you free is going to be on lockdown or it's going to be secret and kept and, right. you know. And it gets you in bondage. Right. It puts you in bondage. Right. Like, that don't make no sense. And the truth and the, the crazy thing is, is um, this truth that's setting you free started with one man. Like, if anything starts with one man, if you could point back into one individual, like all these different cults, all point to one individual that started and say, oh, look what I what discovered. discovered. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? In a cave. Several thousand years after Jesus walked this earth, you're talking about, here, this is what I discovered. Right. And, and everybody, I'm going fo- to follow you. And everybody else was in the dark. Yeah. From everybody. 2000 to 1970. <laughs> right. In, ha- in Harlem. In Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the government failed. One, two, fifth. Yo, man. Yo, be All right, where we at, man? Let's, let's man, finish this up before. The, yeah, one quick thing I wanted to throw at is that um, when he said in eight days you should um, circumcise, like that was um, several thousand years later, medicine discovered why, mm. you know, and there was a reason. Like a lot of times, it, when God tells them to do these things, you know, just say, "Okay, we follow it," and you know, really don't really understand. And then now, like through medical science, we find out that when a child first born, the first two uh, first two days or so, they don't have enough vitamin K, so you cannot perform a procedure on a baby mm. before eight days because they will bleed to death. Wow. So mm-hmm. within like the third, fifth day, it, it like doubles. And by the time you reach the eighth day, that's at the highest point it is, the vitamin K, which is allows you to blood to clot, you know, so you don't bleed to death. That's crazy. And at the same time, the same thing with the prothrombin. Prothrombin is another thing in your body that allows you to, you know, when you have a procedure done, surgery, or if you get cut, you bleed, it, you know, it clots. You know what I'm saying? And, they, and same thing, the first two, three days, it's not functioning. And by the time it gets to the eighth day, it's up to 110%. And that's the perfect time to have surgery on a baby, eight days old. That's when they're able to, that clotting factor works perfectly. And they could do a surgery. They will not bleed to death and they will be perfectly fine. And that's, mm-hmm. that's all. God knew all of this before modern medicine. Because <laughs> God, God be knowing. <laughs> so God knew all of this before modern medicine. Huh? That's right. Hey, great man. Physician, that's man. actually a great name for a podcast. God be knowing. <laughs> Yo, baby. Y'all can have that. Y'all can have that. Yo, man. All right. Let's go, to, let's go from 15 to... 
22. Then God said to Abraham, as for Sarah, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. And I will bless her and also give you a son by her. And then I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Mm. Kings of peoples shall be from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? And shall Sarah, who is, 99, who is 90 years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. Then God said, No, Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his descendants after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly. He shall beget twelve princes and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at this set time next year. Then he finished talking with him and God went up from Abraham. Mm. Oh, so oh, that's where oh, the oh, laughter oh. come from. Yeah, that's his name. Mm. Oh, no, not amazing. talking about him. That's where Sarah got that from. See, Abraham laughed before Sarah laughed. It comes, it comes from the the head of the house. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I was like, yo, be Abraham laugh because I was like, yo, Sarah laughed. You know, you we always knew that, but I was like, yeah. yo, Abraham laughed before Sarah. Mm. Mm. So we see Sarah, Sarah. She got blessed. Yeah, word. Um, the mother and, of nations. Yeah, and thinking back, maybe her her mind frame was that I'm not going to be included in this, yes. and, and and God's plan, right? How am I going to be used? You know, I can't have kids, and that kind of birthed that very bad idea of of Hagar, right? And then, you know, the whole Hagar thing. She comes back. Oh, I saw the Lord and. Now 13 years passed, right? So now Ishmael is, is, is a teen, a 13-year-old boy or 12 or whatever. And now the Lord is coming to him and, yo, he's kind of he's kind of um, going over the covenant again and going through the responsibilities. And he's giving more detail now. Now he's saying, no, no, Sarah, she's going to have the baby. She's going to be blessed, right? She's going to be part of this. And Abraham laughed. So and now and he said it says in his heart. He's like, he said in his heart, shall a child be born of a man. So he didn't verbally say that. But what he verbally did say is that Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. So it's like, you know. Where 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 was it coming from? Yeah. Though? From yeah. what place? Yeah. I think that the laughter was coming from of joy. What? Place of joy. You think so? Yeah. Nah. I think it's ex you know how you get excited, yo, and then so you then laugh why would he joy? say to Abraham, "Oh, that Ishmael might live before you"? It's like in his heart, he's like, "Dog, I'm a hundred. My wife is ninety. You bugging?" Like I, that's because it says in his heart, that's what he was thinking. So in his mind, he's like, "Yo, dog, this is you gotta understand." They he went through Eliezer, gotta be it. Then Sarah went through Hagar, gotta be it. And then the Lord is like, nah, it's gonna come through. Yeah, and he's like, yo, B, what you just said, because now this is, the Lord is revealing it, it's gonna be right. through you two. And he's like, yo, B, this is absurd. Like, to the point so when somebody okay. tells you something so crazy, you start laughing, you be like, dog, you crazy. Hmm. And that's why he says that in his heart, <laughs> but verbally he goes, yeah. Ishmael, yo, B, Ishmael is Ishmael, right? 
because he's like, what you just said is absurd mm. in his heart, in his mind. He's processing what's being told to him. So he laughs. So, it sounds absurd to him. So this is how I see it. It's like yeah. everything after this is predicated on the fact that Abraham believes God. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that God is telling Abraham is out of this world. Yep. Yeah. And we're seeing his Straight reaction. Up. But yeah. he believes him. Yes. So it's kind of like, yo, this is blowing my mind. You're you're telling me my old 100-year-old self and my wife's 90-year-old self, we're going to have a kid. Yeah. We're going to have a child. Right? So this yo how is this going to happen is this joy. But then he's like, yo, this Ishmael thing is complicated. Right. And that's why in 19 he yeah, says then right. God said no. You know, because he's like, yo, let Ishmael live before you. In 19, it says, then God said, no, Sarah, your wife shall bear you a son. But so are you. So it's this are you, process of. No, but what, just, are you, what are you saying? What, what is yeah. he implying about Ishmael? He's implying about Ishmael as far as um, what you just told me, dog, is absurd. It makes absolutely no sense. Let's get back to Ishmael. Ishmael is what makes sense. That's why in verse 19, God says, No. Bro, I just, I know, you'll be God, listen, God knows what he's talking about, B. He says what he means, and he means what he says, bro. Bro, that's why he's like, yo, B, what you just told me in his heart, he's like, bro, that is, I can't, we can't, that's, that's, not, on, that's not an option, God. And that's why he, he, but then verbally he goes, again, he goes back to this whole Ishmael, hate, like y'all trying to, make sense of this and that's why god you'll be 19 he says no he okay. stops him he says Hold no sarah i know what i told you bro so now, i'm not crazy god is like i'm not crazy i know what i told you but you, but the way but the way he says like in the esv he goes and abraham said to god oh that ishmael might live before you i think he's like you mean sarah oh you're talking about well you mean ishmael that's what i'm saying in terms of like Ishmael is being is been ad- adopted adopted okay. to Sarah. I agree that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see that as a surrogate. Right, but so as far it's as be through right as f- that right, but as far as me, ha- you know, me going into my wife and Sarah burying the child, you'll be in his heart. He's like your brother. That's why he laughed. He was like, "You'll be that's absurd." And then he goes back to Ishmael. And it, it's weird. It's weird with the trans translation and and how is you know how is um translated because god specifically said that your wife is gonna bear a child Mm -hmm. he specifically said is gonna bear a son so i don't think that um abraham would be trying to convince god to make ishmael that promised son but you understand what i'm saying i'm thinking but i know that he did not understand Mm -hmm. he i don't know if he did not understand oh but he he's still at a point of doubting that he don't fully understand how God is going to do it because that's why he says, how could a 100-year-old me and a 90-year-old uh, uh, yeah. wife bear a son? He's like, you'll be, he's laughing like that's not going to happen. And I that's think, when he goes back to Ishmael. I think it's it's amazement, I agree, right? Mike. I think it's amazement. Yeah, I, don't think he, I don't think it's disbelief that you can't do this because God already established who he is. Yeah, and but, Abraham already un- understands that. But I don't. I still think he's struggling at this point. That's why in verse nineteen, God says no, 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 because because yeah. what Abraham understands, right, is these promises that you're making for me is gonna be through the promised child, right. So now when God is saying, "Oh no, no," this is this is a few years after. This is Abraham building a relationship 
-hmm. with the one son that he has. Right. And then God is coming and be like, oh, nah, he's not the kid of the promise. Right. Sarah's going to have a kid. Right. That's what I'm saying. So now he's petitioning for Ishmael to receive blessings also. That's what he's saying. He's not saying, no, 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 no. You can't make Sarah. That's impossible. We're old. We can't. At this point, I don't believe that he's, he's petitioning for Ishmael here. No, he's saying, yo, don't leave Ishmael out. What about him? Make sure he gets something. I, listen, that could be, but I don't think he understands. Of course that he it, understands. No. Abraham believes God. God just specifically said, nah, yo, not at this Sarah's going to have a kid. So you're telling me he's saying, no, she's not? Yes. That's why he laughed. And that's why God is like, no, Sarah. Nah, look, at, look, no. How it's go, look how it's happening. Negative. The scripture's I, right here. <laughs> All right. So you're I, telling I, me Abraham I, didn't believe what God said? The father of faith. Not not right now. Oh, yeah. He's growing there. At this not point, right at I this think, point. No. At this point, I'm going with Mike. He's growing. He, he laughed. He and laughed. Why did he? He sort of hid his comments. He didn't. He say said it in his heart. In his heart, because he Dog, didn't want to say it in front of God. No, but like yeah. Ralph said, he's saying it out of joy and That's out of amazement nah. and out of yo. Every time you come at me, you come at me with something that blows my mind. He's been. He's been and I don't think he understands. I think he for a minute. He understands. Yeah. He's been telling Listen, him the same covenant. No, no, no. But and he never understands. But yeah. he struggled the same way before. Exactly. Where he's, so no, why no. wouldn't he be struggling? Where here? he's okay. There's a difference between struggling to trying to understand and denying what you're saying is going to happen. No, I, nobody See, says because yeah, denying. Nobody says denying. So, so he just that's why I said you're saying he doesn't believe him. He thinks it's Ishmael. Listen. I'm a, I, I'm he can't think it's Ishmael because God just said Sarah's gonna bear a son. So how is that Ishmael? Talk about him ad adopting Ishmael? No, he's her? no, no. Yeah, I mean, God says Sarah is yeah, going to bear course. a son. He's very clear in what he's saying. Yep. And based on what he said, we're seeing Abraham's reaction. Dog, it happened again with Sarah, where she reacted the same way, but it was in disbelief, and she got checked. And so did he. He, he just got checked, checked in, in verse 19. No, he didn't. Verse 19. He corrected he says, no. him. He said no. No, he said, listen, is Ishmael going to be part of this blessing? Is he going to receive something or is he going to be left out in the cold? Nah, Look, he told him again. He had to correct. He said, no, Sarah, your wife shall bear you a son. Why did he have to say it a second time? Right. Because he didn't believe it the first time. That's why, why he when laughed. he corrected him, he yeah. said, no, he said, Sarah, I'm telling you a second time because you're stupid. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> Sarah is going. That's why. So this was unbelief here. Why would he? If if if, if he He's was just growing and he so was you grow got, so you guys, you you. I see it. Yep, yep. He's growing in faith, bro. He's he's growing in faith. You think Abraham didn't believe what yes. God said? At this, point, at this, listen. This is get it. I don't think he understands. Look, look, look how it's going down. Look how it's going down. He what didn't him. he? What didn't he understand? He Who didn't understand that it could come from, from Sarah, Sarah and him. Why? Because, because he just said it. They're old. Age. He just said it. He said, shall a child be born to a man who was 100 and Sarah so who then, was 90? So then, so then Abraham didn't believe. Yeah, at this, he didn't he believe, didn't this. believe this. this. He didn't believe this. That doesn't mean that he didn't believe who God was. Yeah, he didn't believe Dude, this. Dude, he didn't believe what God said right We struggle here. as Christians to believe certain things you know, throughout our walks, certain promises. That doesn't believe that we don't I, believe who I God think, is. I think it was, the yeah, way it was happening. I think he was confused. I think it was a confusion. Yeah, and like I think he was confused. I'm, he's human. He's a human being, bro. He's a hundred. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. And he's like, nah, I, can't, I'm, I haven't smashed in sixty years. Who knows how I'm long? Shooting dust. <laughs> they didn't have. Oh, they probably had. And that's why. Some, and and that's point. where he gets. And t t nineteen is where he gets checked again. That no, he's like, yo, but I know what you're thinking because you ain't say it. 
Just because you ain't say it, <laughs> yeah, that don't mean I don't know what you're thinking. Right. That's why if you see the way it's happening, this is what Abraham thought, this is what Abraham said, and this is how God reacted. Yep. That's why he goes tell him a second, second time. time. He's like, no, Sarah is going through you and Sarah because I know what you thought. You thought, ah, me and Sarah, get out of here. Yo, Ish, let's get back to Ishmael. So let me let me read okay. let me read this, right? Okay. So God said to Abraham, As for Sarah, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sarai. Her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her so that she will be the mother of nations. Kings of peoples will come from her. Abram fell face down. He laughed and said to himself, Will a son be born to a man 100 years old? Will Sarah bear a child at the age of 90? And Abraham said to God, If only Ishmael might live under your blessing. Then God said, Yes. But your wife, Sarah, will bear a son, and you will call him Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you. I will surely bless him. I will make him fruitful, and I will greatly increase and multiply him. Your 19 uh, says yes? It says yes? Yeah. What version what are you version, reading? What with? version is that? NIV. Now, we don't read NIV up in here, bro. We <laughs> Because it says 19. what you want to say? No, because it, it says what you want to say? the other versions say no. You're, you're, no, let's your look at... Your Jehovah Witness Bible <laughs> says yes. But everybody else says no. Where you coming from, bro? The J-Dub special. You got the J-Dub special. <laughs> <laughs> he got it in the discount store, kid. Listen, no, you when you, Bible, listen, I listen, got you. When you, go, you when you go into the... When you go into the... When you go into the, the grammar of it, it wasn't that Abraham didn't believe that... What the Lord God said was true. He was amazed. Okay. His mind was blown. I, but you got to understand saying, a father that has attachment to his first son. No, no. He wants his. He was wondering what what role does this complicated situation with Ishmael plays in this whole thing? That's what he was kicking. He was like, "Yo, yo, you don't think Abraham loved Ishmael?" He had yeah. 13 years of just him and Ishmael. I never said he didn't. Yeah, that's, so, that's now he's saying, so now he's saying, listen, is he going to be, how, did, how is he work out in this whole framework? You didn't mention him. Abraham mentioned him. And the Lord was like, yo, don't worry. I'm going to take care of Ishmael. No, I mean, but he did mention, mention him to Hagar. This is to that Abraham. Promise. No, this, but remember, and Hagar came back and told, remember you said Abraham must have listened to her because he right, named now him this is to, Ishmael. This is to, this so is she, to Abraham. But, but, but whatever God told Hagar, Hagar told to Abraham. So he knew that Ishmael was going to be taken care of already, okay. right? So that's why I don't, and I, I don't see it the way you're did, seeing did it. Did he there, believe then when Hagar came back to him and told, the, told him everything that the Lord had told Hagar? Obviously listen, he did because he named him Ishmael. But right? he didn't understand this part. He's getting a new revelation now that that's no. What, that's all that's what that's what I said. No, no. What I'm saying is he's getting a new revelation like like no, he's not the promised seed. That's what I said. Okay. Yeah. So now he's saying. like, "All right, if he's not the promised seed, all the stuff that you're talking to me about is for the seed that Sarah's going to have." So now he's like, "What about Ishmael?" That's what he's saying. Nah. He was like, "Your dog, let, no, I, is he going to get a piece saying. of the blessing?" No, so you cannot just, tell me. You cannot tell me that Abraham did not believe about. God and what God said. And he was like, no, nah, "Nah, you're gonna use Ishmael. Come on, chill, bro. Nah, why not? This is a dude that let his wife get snatched why not? Up by Egyptian. Go back, <laughs> go back in verse. Go back in chapter like fifteen, dog. Nah, get out of why here. not? Go back in chapter fifteen. He let his wife get snatched up by Egyptians. Go, listen, 
Go into the go into just go into the language and go into be, the was, ideas that's being conveyed. Listen, it was chapter fifteen. Okay. He believed in God, and chapter sixteen, he slept with Hagar. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all right, no, no. Talk about but a human what, being listen, here, bro. Listen, why did he do that? He slept with Hagar because because of, of the limited understanding that they have, thinking that they could add. Right, mm-hmm. they could add, they could help they God help move God. this thing along. Exactly, and this is so. What does that have to do with not believing with God? Listen again. What I'm trying to tell you is, this is why in his heart he stressed again the, the lack of him providing. How 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 do we play a part in this? It's impossible for us to play a part in this. Like, dog, we are old. We are old. Like he's like, yo, be I'm a hundred. My wife is ninety. What you're saying. That's not, what I'm trying to say, that's not, that's not how he said it. He was like, yo, you got, you mean a hundred deal. This is what you're going to do. It's an amazement. It's in, yo, you're blowing that's, my mind. That's how, you that's how he said so it. So why would he say no? So why would God say no in, in, in verse 19? And, and repeat I, himself. I don't think God is saying, I don't think God is saying, yo, no to what you're saying. What's he saying he's though? saying like, yo, I'm going to take care of Ishmael also. But the promises, no, he's not the child of promise. Nah, 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 nah. So then that the whole, child that, of promise is going to be Isaac, need but the first part I'm going to take, take care of him. You don't I, need I don't, the first part of verse disagree. 19. I don't, What's the first part of verse 19? You don't, then if, if it was all about just him answering about Ishmael, then he would say, you don't even need all, any of verse 19. Then it will go straight to 20 and ask for Ishmael. I have heard you. If, it, if, that, if God was just re- replying to his concern about Ishmael, then get rid of verse 19 and go straight to 20. Uh, I, don't, I don't understand what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. you know what I'm... You, I see what you're saying. You don't need... He doesn't need to explain again verse 19 if he was just referring or replying to his worry about right, Ishmael. Let, let me read another yeah. translation so we could get a better understanding of what this section is. But there are a lot of theologians if, if, that see the same way. You know, they're, they're split. So it's that, not like, that yeah. Abraham did not believe what they, God they, said. They're split. Yeah. Oh, that they, Abraham they, did not believe. There's some people that believe in him. There's some there. Oh, okay. So they're theologians. Like, right. in, in well, that's cool. Study verses. All right, so we'll, we'll agree to disagree. Abraham fell face down. Then he laughed and said to himself, can a child be born to a 100-year-old man? Can Sarah, a 90-year-old woman, give birth? So Abraham said to God, if only Ishmael were acceptable to you. But God said, no, your wife Sarah will bear you, you a son, and you will name him Isaac. I will confirm uh, the HCSB. Okay. I will confirm my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you, right? I, I heard you about Ishmael. I'm gonna take care of him too. Okay. Right? Let's let's see let's see something else, man. Let's no, see the ASV. Know. Oh, there's half and I didn't know there was half and half. And God said, oh, I didn't know there was people that believe Marcus the nut. But not I mean, okay. If half the people believe that, but I'm still going with me. I mean, uh, if still, you guys are thinking that yeah, Abraham, yeah. you see, be, it, the it father says there of faith, yes, because he wasn't always the yeah. father of faith. I see him yeah. building up to becoming the father. Right? So it when did he growing, become the father of faith? On Isaac. That's when I yeah. after when after, he was about after, to stab his after, own son. When he was about that to was it right there. that moment of yeah. Isaac. That's when the Lord was like, "Yo, boom, boom." That's so it. so chapter fifteen, so leading up to that. No, you just he's growing. Yeah, he's growing. That's it. He's just growing. Just to like become the father of faith. Yes, he's growing in faith. To become the father of faith, that title, that so, came so, after so, the sacrifice. You so, can't call him the father of faith and he's so smashing he So he didn't believe. So you're telling me that Abraham was doubting God and what God said. 
And this, I think he was doubting right how. This, he didn't, I think he was doubting after, how after God it was going to come to fruition. What do you mean well, how? 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 Through Sarah and him. Yeah, he didn't well, know I mean, who. But the things that we, I mean, we, we he followed stuck, the he steps. He still struggled with Yeah, we followed the steps. Like, yo, when he told him to leave their land, what, he took him, what, what 50 years? Was it 25 years before he yeah. left? His father had to die. You know, he told him to go into this land. And he said, yo, famine, let me go to Egypt. You know what I'm saying? So Blood, we've that's, seen series of, of growth. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. When we get to Isaac... See how he moves. That's that's it right there. Bruh. Abraham is stone cold faithy. Yeah. Everything he says, the way he moves. At that point. I'm going to hit you with the filthy voice. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, after that, I will faith. never call him a sucker after that. <laughs> but but all this time during that is build up, yeah, build, up build up, build up, build up, build up. It's like even, even with the whole situation where we get with Lot. You know, that whole back and forth with Lot where he's like, yo, if there's 50 righteous. Y'all bugging, dog. <laughs> yo, I don't know about you, but, dog, I, I ain't there yet, dog. My faith, my faith grows. And y'all saying straight up, Abraham was like, yo, God, man, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he don't. It's yeah. about Ishmael. That's what y'all saying? Yes, right here. Yep. Right. All right, let's keep it moving. Yeah, let's go. All right, finish it up. <laughs> Where we at? I forgot. Should I skip 19? Because you said it don't, it don't count, right? You want to skip 19. About it don't count. Nine, 19 don't agree with you, right? <laughs> 19 agrees with me. It don't agree with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys are crazy. All right, yeah. so um, verse 23 to the end. All right. So Abraham took Ishmael, his son, all who were born in his house and all who were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskins, that very same day, as God had said to him, Abraham was 99 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin, and Ishmael, his son, was 13 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. That very same day, Abraham was circumcised, and his son Ishmael, and all the men of his house, born in the house or bought with money from a foreigner, were circumcised with him. Mm. What y'all think? I mean, he was obedient to the um the covenant of the circumcision. He was obedient, man. He he circumcised himself. He circumcised Ishmael, and he circumcised his whole household. And um, again, I just you know so many times the my covenant, how the Lord stressed. Again, I'm seeing, the, I'm seeing the Lord laying so many seeds of just who He is. And this chapter, when I read it, to have my covenant said nine times mm. now i understand what how abraham gets to that point with isaac where he gets stone cold because for that to get stressed to you nine times like the lord is like my covenant this is my covenant this is me it's on me like all the steps from from the 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 animals being split and i'm the only one going through it like the Lord was constantly hitting him over the head. Like I will provide for this covenant. It's all on me. It all rests on me. All you have to do is believe. Everything that I'm telling you, it's things is going to sound crazy. It's not going to make sense. A lot of other things. But when I tell you to do something, you do it. And dog, put that on me. Even if it sounds crazy, just do what you got to do and put everything on me. How it gets done, it's going to be on me. And I think, I think that progression of how God is dealing with Abraham, it gets him to that point of where he does that act with his son. Yeah. I mean, we'll, when we get to it, but 
Abraham went through it a couple of times. What were you talking about? He had he had dress rehearsal. What do you mean dress rehearsal? I don't understand. Just the practice. Yeah. Well, yeah, what? I de- I agree. He definitely Isaac with Ishmael. God prepared God prepared him for that act. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm talking about this chapter. How many times he stresses my covenant? Yeah. It's more of a like I'm gonna provide because he starts off with I'm the God who provides. That's how he starts off. He's like, yo, B, I'm El Shaddai. I'm the God who provides. Because you see Abraham repeats that later in on that act. What I'm trying to tell you is that you, I'm starting, I'm seeing how the Lord is pounding that in his head. Dog, it's on me. Like, whatever I'm telling you to do, it might not make sense. It might sound crazy. But you, you don't have to go and produce another Ishmael. You ain't got to provide the seed for me. You ain't got to do all of that. I'm going to provide me. It's all on me. This whole thing rests on me. Mm. Like, that's what he's stressing to Abraham. Just like how with the gospel. Dog, it's all on Jesus, B. Dog, we ha- we do nothing. All Word. we have to do is believe, believe. like chapter 15. Yep. And it's going to be accounted to you as righteousness. Yeah. But as far as the provision for this righteousness, dog, it's on me. It's all on me. And he stresses that my covenant nine times. Nine times he says my covenant in this chapter. For what? Because he, he's letting him know, bruh, stop, stop, stop thinking about how this is going to, it's not supposed to make sense to you. It's crazy, I know, but I'm going to provide. I will make it happen. It's, it falls on me, this covenant. Mm-hmm. Any uh, closing thoughts? Yeah, I was just looking back at 19. <laughs> Yo, no, Ab- Ab- Abraham didn't believe Yeah whatever you know. <laughs> Nah cause you know I was just reading Just the King James Version And it doesn't say Yes or no What it says Okay uh, And King James six, That's six, King James 1611 <laughs> <laughs> It says And Abraham And Abraham said unto God Oh that Ishmael might live before thee And verse 19 said And God said Sarah thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed And thou shalt call his name Isaac and I'll establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant. And so it's the translations that's throwing everybody off? Yeah, because this one, he doesn't say yes or no, mm. the King James Version. Right, so man. it's like where you could like... Listen, I mean, the, the, only, the only part that I'm hung up about what you guys are saying is that you guys are saying Abraham, who, you know, was it already established that he believed God. He might not understand, but he believed yeah. God. Yeah. And for God to tell him a, a direct... Right, it wasn't a dark saying. It wasn't. It was yeah. a, a progression of these revelations, and for him to say there and be like, "No, I find that hard to believe." Right? I, I, mm. I would. I would have. I would have went with you if God didn't say no. Or if re- I didn't see reiterate. that no, right? If God didn't say no, like if He didn't reiterate that, and like I said, the way it happened, it was He said in His heart. Then he comes out like again. You gotta understand his struggle is. This whole chapter has shown me, how do I provide? How do I make this happen? God is telling me this promise. It sounds crazy. Like he's not giving me all these details, and you're seeing him and Sarah being God little helpers. Yeah. And he starts off the chapter. No, just listen. He starts off the chapter like, I am the God who provides. The end. He starts off the chapter letting him know this is this is this is how I'm revealing myself to you in the beginning of this this meeting here. Mm. I'm the God who provides. And then throughout the whole chapter, he goes, This is my covenant. 
This is me. This is what I'm doing. This is on me. Everything is on me. Yeah, but in the and same breath, you're saying that Abraham is saying, no, it's going to be yeah. done this way. Because as human beings, when we don't understand God, bro, dog, we fall. It, we doubt. We doubt or we struggle. I shouldn't say doubt, but we struggle because logically, dog, we're trying to understand God and we can't. So it's a struggle. That's what I'm saying. At this point, he is struggling. That's why he laughs. So all right. So you see, you see this part as Abraham doubting. I see him as struggling, struggling with 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 struggling the way God and, struggling I mean, I in doubt. doubt. Yeah, struggling yeah. in the way in the way God is gonna do yeah. it. Not struggling that God is gonna uh, uh, no, that that but, is gonna be a seed, but, but saying to no, no, use but that's different from and, what you were saying before that he didn't believe him, and he was like saying, "No, Ishmael is the one," and then God is saying, "No, I'm telling you this is how it's gonna." That's how you're I bringing mean, it down. Technically, if you're doubting, is you're not believing? No, that's why. That's why. No, I, that's why it's not. It's not doubt for me. It's your my mind is blown. No, but I wouldn't I go that. Right. I don't see it. Like no, that. it's 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 Abraham not understanding, and Abraham's be like, "Wait a minute, you mean you're gonna do this now that I'm yeah. old and my wife is old? You're gonna do this now? Wow, this I, is crazy. This is we, crazy, right?" Saying. And then he goes, "Yo, what what about Ishmael and all of this? How yeah. does he yeah. fit see, in this the, complicated situation? How does he fit? No. That's yeah, how I see I it. See yeah, it. the thing is, like re reading it from just the King James version, with, like excluding the yes and the no." I can't. I totally do see it that way in terms of like it is like this, this in um, this faithful joy. Like yo, I don't understand it because I'm too old. But you know what? Yo, get Ishmael involved in this blessing. No, no he loved I mean, Ishmael. So, so even, even, even without only, that, only through no. with the King James version. I mean, in the King James version. But even well, if it, you take away that no, uh -huh. he's still having to tell him a second time. Right. That Sarah. It's doing Sarah, this. and then he well, made Sarah. Why would he have God, to tell him? Like, if God you repeats stuff 15, all the time. But yeah, why? God, he why, why does he repeat? Yo, you know because how many, we don't believe. No, no. Because we don't understand. No. no. That's Listen, why he repeats. No. He comes no, with this progressive bro, re revelation. You know how many times he repeats the, the covenant? He repeats why? So he could get You know how many times he repeats skulls, the covenant? What it is. No, he was like, yo, this is crazy. He's like, yo, just relax. It's going to be Sarah, yeah, and I'm going to take care of Ishmael. Too loud, B. That's why what he's saying. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, bro. But you can't go, well, he repeats it twice. So he's a, like, Marcus, I'm going to humble myself. Yo, the, I, you should. <laughs> You're right, bro. You should. You're right. It only took you 45 episodes to, you. to, you to are, humble yourself. You are just so enlightened, bro. You know what? Filthy, you growing, bro. That was big, B. I'm humbling myself. I think that was bigger than the whole this I'm whole humbling, thing. I'm humbling myself. That's what it was for. That's, That's what it. I learned this whole episode. Filthy, <laughs> filthy's growing. Filthy's growing. Fil filthy's believing. I believe. I believe. Same time. Right. Ralph, close this out in prayer, man. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much where we could just sit here and just break bread with you and with one another, Lord God. We thank you that you reveal these things unto us. Lord God, we just come before you. And we don't want to be the ones to have Ishmael's in our lives, Lord God. We pray that you continuously um, reveal yourself to us and we continuously walk before you, Lord God. Pour your grace out into all of our lives, O oh Heavenly Father. Lord God, and we pray to all those who are listening, Lord God, that they themselves can circumcise the, the flesh of their hearts, Lord God, to know that the flesh cannot be changed, the flesh cannot be fixed, the flesh must be put to death and mm. must be cut, Lord God, and that we must be born again. So, Lord God, I pray for all those who's listening, for us, Lord God, to just continually sit at your feet and to receive your word and to humbly believe you and that you are right and we are wrong. 
So, Lord, we glorify you. We praise you in the mighty name of your son, Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen.